Hello and welcome to South Asia Chat, a podcast series brought to you by the Institute of South Asian Studies at the National University of Singapore. I'm your host, Nitya Subramanian, an editor at the Institute. The past few weeks have seen hectic political activity in the Indian state of Punjab after its chief minister, Amrinder Singh, resigned citing continued humiliation by the Congress leadership over the last two months. He was replaced by Charanjit Singh Chani, while former cricketer-turned-politician Navjot Singh Sidhu remained the party pres- part, the president of Punjab Pradesh Congress Committee. But he too abruptly sent in his resignation letter in late September, which the party high command has reportedly rejected. To explain these developments and the implications it will have for Punjab in the coming days, we have with us Professor Ashutosh Kumar, who has been closely monitoring these developments. He is professor and chairperson of the Department of Political Science at Punjab University. Thank you for joining us, Professor Ashutosh. Thank you. Thank you, Professor Manian. Thank you. In the recent weeks, um, there have been much political turmoil in Punjab with Amrinder Singh being replaced by Charanjit Singh Chani as chief minister. Could you share some background on these developments and what were the factors that led to the resignation of Amrinder Singh? Yeah, there would be too many factors as happens whenever a significant development happens because I think uh, Captain Amrinder Singh was one of the last satrap of Congress party. You know, he was a leader who could be compared with Nijlin Gappad, Kamraj, Esen uh, Sina, uh, then uh, Chandrabhanu Gupta, or Pratap Singh Karong. So he was like an old guard, you know, last Mughal, I would say, of uh, uh, Indian politics, because there is no other chief minister, uh, because now Jalalita is gone, Tornanidhi is gone, and uh, uh, Navin Patnaik is there, but, uh, you know, he heads a party, regional party, state party. So among the national party, and there are two polity-wide parties, Congress and BJP, I think there is no leader. I mean, Siraj Chauhan or Raman Singh or the Sundra Rajya, they can't be really compared with uh, Amrinder Singh. He had a five years, a five decades old uh, political career. And he was uh, chief minister of Punjab for nine and a half years. He controlled the party organization uh, at the state level, and he would be given free hand by the uh, high commands. Uh, high command, as you know, uh, became a feminism of, it became a kind of uh, synonymous to the Gandhi family after Indira Gandhi. So despite Indira Gandhi and the Gandhi family, I mean, he came to politics in 1981, and he came to the politics at the behest of Gandhi family, because as you must be knowing that when Rajiv and Sonia got married, they came to uh, live in the palace of Patiala because uh, this uh, Amrinder Singh is an old royal. So the question comes, what happens? The person who was considered loyal to the Gandhi family and a very powerful Jat leader, because in Punjab, Jats are dominant. They are dominant because they own the land. They are the land-owning caste more than 90% of the land of Punjab belongs to the Jatsik. And also because they are, uh, you know, you remember M.S. Srinivas' argument about dominant caste, that they are, they are numerically strong, they are land-owning, and they are middling caste. They are not upper caste in a ritual sense, but they are not also lower caste. So they are like comparable, comparable to Reddy's, Kamas, or, uh, you know, Lingayats, or say, Nayars in Kerala. 
And I would say that they are much more powerful than the Nayas or the Nadar. I mean, Votalika would have problem with the Lingayats. Reddies would have problem with Kapus. So here the Jat Sikh, you know, in Punjab history, uh, only Jal Singh who was a carpenter who belongs to carpenter caster Khan, uh, except him, all the chief ministers of Punjab since 1966 had been a Jat Sikh, right? So it has been, and even if you see the cabinet, most of the ministers, even now Chinese cabinet, most of the ministers belong to the Jetsi community. So that is there, the land holding pattern ensure uh, that the, the, the Jetsi would remain dominant. So such a leader who was seen as a Jetsi leader, and he was also seen as a very powerful leader who could take Panga with the high command. 2004, when he was a chief minister of Punjab, he bought the river water termination act passed by which the Punjab government refused to honor the agreement between Haryana, Punjab, and Rajasthan about the distribution of river water uh, of Satluj. So that kind of thing that he has always, he resigned also, if you see his resignation, he resigned from the Congress party in 1984 when the Operation Blue Star happened. Then he joined uh, Akali Dal and he resigned from Bernala government in 1986 when the police action took place uh, in the Golden Temple. So he has always been a kind of a Panthic leader also, despite not being in the Akali Dal. You know, he came back to Congress party after leaving Akali Dal, again at the behest of Sonia Gandhi, when Sonia Gandhi took the command in 1996, after the departure of uh, Narsimha Rao and Ram, uh, Sitaram Kesri. So, since then, since 1996, uh, this fellow, uh, Captain Amrinder Singh, had been dominating the Punjab politics, whether he had been in power or he's not been in power. I give you another example. In 2017, you know, he was ousted from the presidentship in 2014. He was ousted from the presidentship in 2016, I think, 2000, after defeat of uh, Congress in 2012 election, which was very surprised. Um, decision because in Punjab there has been always a anti-incumbency factor working and the party in power getting ousted. So what happened that after 2012 defeat when the Amrinder Singh was the face of the Congress campaign, he was removed from the presidentship and uh, Pratap Singh Bajwa became the president of uh, Congress. Then, you know, before 2017 election, Amrinder Singh threatened uh, the high command Actually, I've seen him, uh, I've heard him, uh, he, uh, this Barkha that came to uh, Chandigarh and Mohali Stadium, uh, there, was a pres uh, there was a kind of interaction, I was also invited there. And Amrinder Singh said, and I've heard it, it's not that I've read somewhere, he said it very clearly that if you don't make me the chief ministerial candidate, I would break the party. And Rahul Gandhi said that it would ruin both of us. Then Amrinder Singh said, so it be, you know, so that kind of leader who can take Panga with the Delhi Darbar and this kind of image uh, worked in Punjab, which is a Sikh majority state and which has a history of, uh, you know, dominance and that kind of thing. So that's another thing that Amrinder Singh, very powerful leader, very much in command, but probably at the age of 79, he was in a state of decline, you know, 
and then he had made so many populist promises, which is very much in tenor with uh, Punjab tradition of electoral electionary, probably in other states also. But in Punjab, the political parties, when the elections come, they made so tall promises, and those promises were not to be fulfilled. So you asked me, Professor Subramanian, about the issues. Which were the promises he made? He made the issue promise about the job. I mean, every family of Punjab would get a job. If, uh, no, I mean, one family, one job, government job, government job. The second, he said that there was there was some incident of sacrilege. Uh, the holy scripture of the Sikh Gurdwan Sahib was uh, was uh, insulted, and there was some incident. And then he said that I would catch the culprit. And the Akalis were really uh, uh, blamed for this because the Akalis had brought the uh, electoral tactical alliance with the Dera Sacha Soda. And there was a general feeling that Dera Sacha Soda people were, I mean, some kind of Dera people were involved or some people were involved. But more importantly, there was a firing after the uh, this uh, incidents of sacrilege and where the two people had died. And so that, that, that was also issue that, uh, I mean, let punish the, those people, police officers and the politicians who ordered the firing on the educating masses. So that was another promise which Amitra Singh did. Another third very important promise he made to wipe out the drugs from Punjab. Because as you know, in Punjab, rural Punjab, you must have heard, everyone must have heard that in rural Punjab, drug supply and you know the Punjab uh, and it's not only the cocaine and all it's all kind of synthetic drugs and heroin and all those kind of drugs are infesting I mean they have infested the youth of Punjab so another that promise also was made by Amrinder Singh but what happened was that on all these promises whether it was like the power reform, power sector is a big issue in Punjab because it's a one sector economy. Agriculture is very much dependent on the uh, uninterrupted supply of the power. So that was one point which was there in their mind. Another point which was in their mind was uh, the people's mind was that he did, he could not, his government could not really catch the culprits uh, responsible for the sacrilege. Another point which also uh, alienated the masses was about the failure of the government to end the uh, drug trade or other illegal mafias like transport mafia, the cable mafia, then the uh, this uh, uh, sand mafia. So all kind of criminal activities continued unabated. It was like business as usual. There was not much change, right? So that would be also there. Another key player who's emerged in this whole um, political um, crisis is Navjot Singh Sidhu. And he mm -hmm. had, of course, he's, it, it is known that he had chief ministerial aspirations, which did not materialize. Um, yes. And so he first uh, was in the position of party president and later resigned from it. What are your thoughts on Sidhu's position and his relevance to the Congress party, given this kind of flip-flop that has happened? You know, Sidhu, Sidhu uh, I would say, is a maverick. He is a kind of a gladiator also. And Sidhu has been very ambitious, and he has been slightly erratic, and I would say the slightly immature also. And he does not fit in the Punjab tradition of politics. You know, Punjab 
is a different kind of state. I mean, every state is very different. You know, we say Arvind Das wrote about Republic of Bihar. So every state is a republic, and as Rob Jenkins says, every state is a mini democracy. So that applies to Punjab exceptionalism also. But then if you compare Sidhu with other politicians, he comes out as a very different kind of politician. Who can take the, I mean, his actions are not predictable. He is a very unusual kind of politician. And as you know, like he was a cricketer and uh, to play for India as a, in the Indian cricket team is in itself a great achievement. At that time also, it was achievement. He played very well in 87 uh, World Cup and all. And then he left. All of a sudden, he left the, you know, he was playing in Britain and he left the team and he came back to uh, India because uh, probably there was some insult. He thought that he was insulted by the captain Azuruddin. So he has been very unpredictable and he has a very high opinion about himself. And he's fairly ambitious. I mean, much more ambitious than other politicians. All politicians are ambitious. So what happened was that he was in BJP and he was getting elected from Amritsar Lok Sabha constituency and he was not given ticket and the Arun Jaitley got the ticket and Arun Jaitley was defeated by Captain Amrinder Singh. That was basically a turnaround in the career of Amrinder Singh who was discarded after 2012 defeat of the Congress in Punjab. But then he, he, he did not want to contest, but he contested and he defeated Arun Jaitley, who was supposed to be very close to, who was close to uh, Prime Minister Modi. Uh, I mean, at that time he was Prime Ministerial candidate. Then Sidhu, you know, from that point, he was adjusted in the Rasabha. Uh, he was nominated by the president. As you know, uh, the, there is a provision of 12 nomination by the president, but he was not happy. And so there was always a news that he would be jumping from BJP. He would not remain in BJP. And if you go by the media report, and I have credible sources also to know, because I've been following Punjab politics for last more than 20 years. Uh, so I know people. So he was negotiating with the Aam Army Party and the uh, Aam Army probably wanted to uh, be projected as uh, chief ministerial candidate in 2017, uh, the assembly elections. But, Aam Army Party, as you know, uh, Arvind Kejriwal is the boss, and he wanted himself to be the face of the campaign after his impressive victory in 2015 Delhi Assembly election. So what happens is that uh, he does not join Aam Army Party, and he comes to Congress. And the moment uh, that, if you believe the media, it was like this, that the, uh, he would be made the deputy chief minister, because there was no there was no point uh, in asking for the chief ministership when the whole election was pouch in the name of Amrinder Singh. And that is another point I wanted to say about Amrinder Singh, that if you refer to 2017 election, 2012 elections or 2007 elections, these all elections were pouch in the name of Captain Amrinder Singh. The Rahul Gandhi would hardly come to Punjab for campaigning. Sonia Gandhi would hardly come. So it would be all campaign would be in the name of, if you see the poster, the poster would be dominated by Captain Amrinder Singh. So in 2017, there was no scope for Sidhu to even think of prime chief ministership and he was a new intern. So, but then probably he was offered, uh, he was promised deputy chief ministership. Amrinder Singh says, nothing doing. You may remain number two in the cabinet, but no deputy chief ministership. 
and he was given up uh, this cooperative and uh, uh, other ministerial position, but there would be always this thing. And he went to Pakistan. Captain did not want him to go to Pakistan when the uh, the coronation of uh, Mr. Imran Khan mm -hmm. happened. Right. So all these things happened and then Captain made some remarks and then he also responded. So there was no love lost between the two leaders and there was always this ego clash. And then ultimately what happened that he was ousted uh, he was his uh, cabinet position uh, was portfolio was changed and then he uh, he said that I would not join I want my own original position and that was not acceptable so his resignation was accepted and he remained like Tetei he remained in the Bhavan for I mean, with due respect to Tetei he remained in Bhavan for almost like two years or one and a half year or something he was not traceable. Nobody knew what he's doing. No press conference, no twittering, no media, nothing. He was just uh, in his house. And then all of a sudden, because I think there were some surveys, and those surveys probably showed uh, Captain Amrinder Singh in poor light, because Captain Amrinder Singh in the last one and a half year during Corona time, maybe due to his advanced age, as I said, he's 79, he did not. He he lived in the area, uh, this uh, suburb of uh, Chandigarh, in a farmhouse, and he would not come to the secretariat, and he would not really meet the ministers or the MLAs. So he was not accessible to the party workers. You know, when Badal Senior was the chief minister, he was what? He was 89 year old or something, and every day he would come out. You know, he would go to Sangat Darshan. He would go to some village. You know, like kid, uh, he would give some check to the Sarpanch, but then he would be visible, you know, he would be moving around. And uh, his, his son, Sukhvir Badal, would be running the show. And, and both father and son were active and they were on the ground. But Captain Amir Singh, because of the corona or because of his advancing age or because of his, you know, uh, some, I would say, some kind of lethargy also, he thought that. He, his position was sound. Nobody could remove him. I wrote in the Hindu article also that this kind of assurance that nobody can dislodge him, nobody can do anything to him, and that he was not afraid of the high command and all the MLAs, uh, they would never dare to oppose him. But the fact is that MLAs had to fight election, and elections are around the corner, and no politician wants to lose the election. So captain is good. Captain is powerful. I would not take Pandra with captain, but now I have to win my election. And captain is captain leadership is not working on the ground. And our army party is getting traction. So that's why some MLAs, I'm very sure 39 MLAs had signed the letter. Even if you say some, some MLAs were uh, asked by the high command to sign the letter. But the fact of the matter is that for the last one year, there were simmering uh, uh, tensions within the party and many MLAs and some ministers, Chani would be one of them, Randhawa would be another, they were not really happy and they would be speaking very, uh, uh, very much, uh, very uh, visibly, they would be upset and MLAs would also raise the voice. And there was also this charge against Amrinder saying that he was hands in glove with Badals. Because there was always this demand that since Prakashin Badal was the home minister, when the firing took place on the agitating masses who were agitating against the sacrilege, so he should be uh, taken to task. 
or the police officers were also being saved. And drugs also, as you know, many leaders of Akali Dal, they have been accused of indulging in drug trade. But the fact of the matter is that the Congress leaders are also being accused of illegal activities like mafia and all, land grabbing and all those things. So captain was not really, it was like business as usual, as I said, that nobody would be punished and they, everything was going on as it was going on. And people want change. You know, Punjabis are adventurous people. They want change. Uh, they wanted, they have been looking for alternatives. If you see 2014, Aam Admi Party was a very new party in Punjab, nobody knew. But four uh, MLA MPs from Aam Admi Party, one from Punjab. You know, and these people who won from Punjab, like uh, like Gandhi and all others, Dharmir Gandhi from Patiala, they were completely a political person. Dharmir Gandhi was a doctor, medical practitioner, and he defeated Amrinder Singh's wife, Paneet Kaur. Right. So people, that is very obvious that the people have been not very happy with this, you know, bipolar system that uh, Akalis and BJP on the one hand and Congress on the other hand, and people don't have the choices, you know. And now what has happened that the field is open because the breakup has happened between the Akalis and the BJP uh, because of uh, this uh, three farm bills. But then uh, people have been looking for third alternative. For them, Akali Dal, BJP, Congress, they are old parties, you know. The Jiskotate are Rivaiti party. Rivaiti Dalaji, so there's nothing new, you know. These people have been exposed, these people are corrupt. Let us look for a fresh alternative. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, coming to the appointment of uh, Chani as chief minister, uh, many analysts feel that it was a tactical move to attract the large number of Dalit voters in Punjab. And actually, it has brought this aspect to the limelight. <laughs> How do you think caste politics will unfold in the upcoming assembly elections next year? I think caste is becoming more and more important. I've written about it in EPW also, that because now the because of the militancy uh, being withered away, uh, caste is now becoming more and more important. As, as you know, in Punjab, it's not only caste, but religion, language, even a script that Punjabi should be written in Devanagari or in the Gurumukhi. Everything matters. Punjab is a very complex kind of society. Again, I would say exceptionalism of Punjab, because if you refer to Dalits, Dalits are not divided only in terms of caste. There are 39 Dalit caste in Punjab, but they are also divided among themselves on the base of religion. Some Dalits are on some scheduled caste. Now the government of India says that you use the word scheduled caste. Okay, I am I'm also comfortable with this term. So scheduled caste, like 39 scheduled caste, some scheduled caste are Sikh, others are Christians, others are Hindus, some are Ramdasias, some are Ravidasias. Even among the Chamars, you have the hierarchy like Chani belongs to the Ramdasia community, which is supposed to be superior than the other Ravidasias. And then you have the Adi Dharmis. So Dalits are not like monolithic or homogeneous uh, social category, just like other states, but with a difference that in other states, all the Dalits are uh, Hindus. But here, they are not Hindus. They are Sikh, they are Christians, they are Adi Dharmis, they are Ravidasias, they are followers of Deras. There are 9,000 Deras in Punjab, and all the Deras have Babas, Gurus, and those Babas, Gurus, Deras, you know, recently also you must have 
read in the paper that our chief minister went to meet the deras. You know, Amrinder Singh, just before the 2017 election, in one day, he visited all the deras. Punjabis like that, no? that in four hours you can go from Chandigarh to Amritsar. You know, the roads are still good. Punjab was one of the most prosperous states. So, you know, he didn't want to discriminate. He wanted to go to Dera Bayas, Dera Balan, and also Dera Sacha Sauda. So he, in one day, you know, it's just like, you know, Arjun and, uh, 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 are you this still? And uh, uh, this uh, fellow, uh, what was his name? Duryodhan, going to uh, Lord Krishna. So that kind of thing, you know. So Deras are also there. They also play important role. I've written in Asian ethnicity also about political role of the Deras. So all these things are there. So you can't say that Chani, uh, who is a, a Sikh uh, uh, Dalit, if you put him like this, he would be able to uh, to mobilize all the Dalits in Punjab. And Dalit Sikhs have been voting for Traditionally, I'm part of Lokmiti, CSDS. We do survey, I've been doing survey since 2001. So we, you find, 2002, sorry. Then you find that the Dalit Sikh generally go for a Talit Dal and Dalit Hindus and the Dalit Christians certainly go for the Congress. That has been a kind of traditional, you know, support base of these two parties. Now, can Chani mobilize everyone? There is nothing on the ground to show it, right? Right now, nothing. But as you know, in politics, even one week is a long time. On the other hand, as I have written in my Hindu article or Indian Express article, that there is always a threat of counter-mobilization. Because what the Jetsik would be thinking, they would be thinking that all our leaders from the Hawa, Siddhu, you know, they, they all cut each other. And that's how this Chani became the, there was no, uh, there was no chance, absolutely no chance of Chani becoming the chief minister. At most we thought that he would be deputy chief minister, right? But because these people, you know, first came the name of Sunil Jakhar and then Ambika Soni says that a Hindu cannot become the chief minister of Punjab. You know, that's another story which is going to be used by BJP and all uh, BJP would use it. Of course, BJP is in a very different position because of the farm laws. But then, you know, uh, the Jitsi community can think that because of their love for chair, chief ministership, these people, Randhawa, Sidhu, and others, they have ruined our chance and they have brought a Dalit uh, on our head. And so there can be counter-mobilization. And the Akali Dal, which is a natural party of Sikh, you know, self-proclaimed Panthit party, uh, fighting for the cause of the political and the social cause of the Sikh, not only in Punjab, but also in Singapore, also in Malaysia, everywhere. Whenever there is a Sikh problem, Canada, Natali Dal takes it as a responsibility as the sole spokesperson of the Sikh community. So naturally, there may be a kind of a counter mobilization which can be used. Already, Aam Admi Party, as you know, in Malwa region, which has 69 um, out of 117 seats, assembly seats in uh, in Malwa, the Amadmi Party got 20 seats. You know, they won 20 seats. They could have won more seats, but there was a mobilization against them among the Hindus because the impression went around that they were uh, hands in glove with the NRI, NRIs and the Khalistani forces and all, and that's why they lost many Hindu votes. 
and Hindu community voted against them. And also it was, uh, it was light and I can say it, I can say it, I've heard it from the candidates themselves, that there was some tacit understanding also between the Atalis and the Congress, that it was like that, okay, we are going to lose, don't, then you should win. You know, so Atalis and the Congress would have that kind of thing. Atalis knew that they were going to lose. They were unpopular because of the drug issue, because of all uh, their misgovernance. So they transferred their vote to the Congress party. So that, that I have heard even from the Akali Dal candidate, right? So this kind of thing happened. Otherwise, you know, Malwa region, which is a stronghold of the Jetsik, uh, Ahmadmi party is supposed to do better this time. But the problem with Ahmadmi party is that they don't have the organizational uh, you know, regardless, they don't have the cadres like Akali Dal, which has the cadre, or Congress Party also has its own workers. Congress Party is not as rudderless in Punjab as it is in other states. It, Punjab, Congress in Punjab is not like Congress in Uttar Pradesh. You know, Congress has its workers. Every village you go, you have a Congress family and you have a Akali family. You know, so Congress has its roots. Uh, so that way, Amadmi Party problem is that they don't have the resources. They don't have a credible Punjabi face. Last time, what happened? People said that why should we vote for uh, Haryanvi Banias in Punjab? Mm -hmm. You know, because Kejriwal was projecting himself as a, a face of the campaign. And Sanjay Singh said that it would be whosoever we become the chief minister, but it would be the government of Kejriwal. So people were not accepting it. You know, there's a Punjab has a history. It's a Punjabi Suba. It's not Punjab. It's a Punjabi Suba, territorial homeland of the Sikh. You know, there was a Punjabi Suba movement. There was a movement for recognition of Punjabi as the official language of Punjab. So Punjab is a very different state. The majority community is a minority community in India. So all these factors are there. There is a strong ethnic identity in Punjab. So they would never accept a non-Punjabi to become the face. And the last time what was happening, Durdesh Pathar, Sanjay Singh, and then there was another guy, I'm just forgetting the name. And they were calling the shots, you know, Radha Chadda, but Radha Chadda is a Punjabi, Delhi-based Punjabi, but Punjabi, right. They were calling the shots, they were taking the decisions, and they removed Sucha Singh, who was, a, who was their party unit, on some charges which were not believed by the people. So this time, right now, Tejiwal is going to come. I think I read in the paper that in a day or two he's coming, but he has not proclaimed the, he has just said a Sikh would be the chief minister of Punjab, but he has not proclaimed the name of the chief minister. So right now in India, every election has become a presidential election. You know, you need to have a face to yes. contest the election. So there's no face. Of the and as I said, why Punjabis would vote for a Baniya from Haryana? You know, they have no love for Haryana, so that would be there. Thank you. Um, I would also like to ask you about since you referred to the BJP, Amrinder Singh went and met Amit Shah, and uh, though he has said that he will not be joining the BJP, what do you think his future strategy would be? And um, I would also like to connect this with the farm bills where, where we saw Amrinder Singh quite vocal about his disagreement or opposition to the farm bills. Now, what do you think would happen to that as well? You know, Amrinder Singh had met uh, Amit Shah twice. And if the, you go by the media uh, uh, thing and his own statement, uh, first time he met Amit Shah to 
say about the threat from Pakistan and the arms coming up, terrorism, the uh, threat of terrorism, drugs being supplied from Pakistan. That he has been always saying. You know, he has been a, a, a former army officer. He fought 1965 war. He's a noted military historian, noted military historian. He's not like those politicians who get others to write their articles. You know, uh, you know yeah. who are yeah. they. Right. Yeah. So he yeah. writes his thing. He does research. And as people say, those who know, I mean, we have a, a Department of Security and Defense and all, and Lieutenant General is there. And he says, Casey Singh, he has no love lost for Amrinder Singh. He's a Bali sympathizer. But he says that he's a good historian. And when the literary uh, this thing happens, I've heard him, he speaks well. He's a, he's a, he's a uh, I would say, educated man. He's very courteous. He knows what he's speaking. He, he's a very balanced and very seasoned politician. So when he says that I would leave the party, he would leave the party. Now, what he would do? He would either go to BJP or he would go to, he had himself said that I would never go to Akali Dal. And if he says I'm not going to Akali Dal, he's not going to. Okay, he's not like that. If he says something, he would stick to it, right? A royal, Patiala royal, and a Maharaja. So if he says I would not go, he would not go. So out, Aam Army Party obviously would not take him because Aam Army Party has been crusading against all these people. So where he would go? He can go to BJP, but how can he go to BJP? He has stood for Punjab, Punjabiyat, and the Punjabi farmers, right? So still the farm bills are not settled. You know, this farmer's issue is not settled. And mm -hmm. now you know what has happened in uh, UP, which mm -hmm. essentially involved the Sikh farmers there, Lakhimpur, uh, Kiri mm -hmm. area. So naturally the doors are closed. I mean, BJP, it would be a win-win situation for them. But uh, for Aminal Singh, it would be like closure. And it would be like uh, what he said after he was ousted, as you said, uh, not really in a very respectful manner. Then he said that I'm a soldier and I, I would not go out defeated. He knows that his days are numbered. You know, he's 79 year old and he's not in the best of the physical health. You can see his photo and all. Uh, he's not really very fit person. So, he, and he has his own lifestyle, you know, the royal person. And Punjabis, you know, the, their lifestyle. Anyway, so, 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 but then he says, that I would go not, I would not go out as a defeated soldier. I would go after victory. So what is his victory? His victory is to defeat Naurjot Singh Siddhu. His victory is in getting Congress defeated. So even if he floats a regional party, and if, if, if his party gets 5%, 7% of the votes, or he concentrate on some seats in Malwa region, his own stronghold, Patiala, the state and all, Bhatinda, Patiala, then he can easily spoil the case of Congress, right? Because in Punjab history, if you see, the margin of the vote has been very less. You know, it, the Congress got 77 seats in 2017, but then the gap between Akali Dal BJP alliance and the Congress was very few, 3%, I think, 3 or 4%. You know, maybe Atalis, Atalis have been always getting 24, 25%, and the Congress also has been getting 39%. But the, but the, if you add the uh, Atali and the BJP vote together, then it would not be much difference. 
But because of the first past the post system, Congress got so many seats, and there probably the uh, anti Kali vote and anti uh, Ahmadmi Party vote all went to the Congress Party. And as as I said, there was some tacit understanding also in some constituency between the Kalis and the Congress. So and you know these politicians. Uh, so I thought that Amrinder um, Singh could have steered the Congress Party if the uh, 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 despite his non-performance, probably it would have been very close this time in the elections. But because the BJP is in trouble because of the farm laws, the BJP leaders have not really started campaigning. They are confined to their home. Their homes are being picketed. And as a powerful BJP leader, Anil Joshi, has resigned and has joined uh, Akali Dal. And many other BJP leaders have been openly saying that there should be some settlement in Haryana also and in Punjab also. Because as you know, the elections are around the corner and they fear that they would not be allowed to campaign and probably the farmers would get them defeated. So BJP is in a difficult uh, situation right now. But then for BJP, the focus is on Uttar Pradesh. The focus of BJP has never been, and I, let me tell you another thing, that BJP by making alliance with the state party has always gained, just take Orissa, Biju Janta Dal. You know, yes. now BJP is number two party. They allied with the Trinamul Congress. They are now, now number two party. Janta Dal S, secular in Karnataka, now they are the number two party. I did, no, sorry, they are number one party. They are, I mean, they are ruling over Karnataka. So everywhere BJP has gained by making an alliance with the state party. Only in Punjab, they never gained. Atali saw to it that BJP is given ticket only on 23 seats out of 117. 23 seats, yes, 23 seats. And there also they would decide they would never change the seat. You know, after 1973 delimitation, and then after 2009 delimitation, there are some constituencies, fourth delimitation commission report, Justice Kuldeep saying, there have been some constituencies where Hindus are in quite majority, and the BJP would like to get its stand, uh, ticket from those constituencies, but BJP would never get the ticket. So Atalis always acted as a big brother, and they kept the uh, BJP under their thumb. So right now, BJP members, BJP leaders would have been very happy after the breakup because they always wanted breakup. Many BJP leaders also told me, uh, I mean, at least uh, I, I won't name them, okay. But then they, they always blamed Arun Jaitley, you know, that Arun Jaitley never wanted a breakup between the Akalis and the BJP. Probably BJP also thought that what is there to gain, you know, there are... Uh, 13 seats out of 13 seats, nine seats are general, four seats are reserved. So they would say, uh, uh, how many seats we can get in the Lok Sabha from Punjab? And then there is a Punjab history also. They, so they would like Akali Dal to be in power. And it also helped the BJP uh, in the sense that, uh, see, we are uh, not communal party. We have an alliance with a Sikh party. So some kind of image building also. And then Punjab is a borderland state and the Sikhs are in the army, Sikhs are in a higher position of the armed forces. So, you know, all those factors, nationalism, and Sikhs are supposed to be patriot, and they have given their blood for the country. And so all those factors would play in the hands of the, um, uh, in the minds of the BJP. So BJP was not very ambitious about Punjab. They never tried to polarize people in Punjab.
or communal polarization and all. They, they just kept low profile. And they're Punjab, uh, in BJP, uh, you don't have any face uh, which has, who has a statewide support base or even a statewide uh, recognition. If Sidhu would have remained in the BJP, probably he would have emerged as the undisputed leader of uh, BJP. And finally, what lies ahead for Congress in both Punjab and at the national level? I think, you know, this uh, one thing is very clear that Sonia Gandhi is out now and she has given uh, the baton to Mr. Rahul Gandhi. And Mr. Rahul Gandhi, the way a captain was handled was not good. You know, there could have been much more honorable way uh, to, uh, to, to, I mean, as captain himself said, and captain has not been very lying person. You know, I, I think captain has never made blatant lies uh, in his career. So captain said that I offered my resignation to Sonia Gandhi and Sonia Gandhi said, you continue. And that is what he said in the press conference also, Harish Rawat, that uh, captain has been allowed to continue. Captain would lead the Punjab uh, Congress in the forthcoming election. And within one month, you remove him, right? So what he did wrong in one month time, he was not doing anything. So he was not doing, you know, he was, he was just, it was business as usual, captain style. But the point is that probably Amanda Singh knew that high command, which is another word for Gandhi siblings, Priyanka and Rahul, he knew that these two people do not want me. And he also probably must be knowing that MLAs are not happy with me. Obviously, he must have been knowing. Uh, is, um, but then he thought that nothing would happen. You know, I would continue. And if there would have been a hung assembly in Punjab, probably captain would have managed for the Congress. You know, in, in, in Punjab, you don't have that kind of suitcase politics like you have in some states. Punjab politics is different. You cannot really jump from one party to another party. You can take money and go from here to there and to there. You know, Ayaram, Vyaram, that may be true for Haryana or some other. In Punjab, it's not. Honor is very important. If you, you are seen as a sellable commodity, probably, so that is the problem. Captain would never go for BJP until unless BJP settles this farmer's issue, right? Yes. And then, then floating a party, regional party of your own at the age of 79, uh, and, uh, you know, even if you Maharaja, nobody spends money from his pocket. You know, you have uh, this uh, Uma Bharti, you have uh, Kalyan Singh, you have Maheshwar Singh in Himachal, uh, this uh, Yadurappa. So many people have tried to float their own party. But BJP is very Kadal-based party and uh, even if, if within the BJP, but Congress may be responsible. Devrajars is a successful example, isn't so? Yes, yes. Is an example. Who else who has left Congress and has made a success career? TMC, Mamta Banerjee. Oh, Mamta Banerjee, yes, you're right. Yes. Mamta Banerjee would be another example that she has been successful. But we were young, you know, Mamta was what? Mamta was in her 40s, right? Yes, yes. So, but then at the age of 79, when you are not in the best of the physical health and you have all those, uh, you know, all those qualities which uh, really make you a royal, a Maharaja. So how can, you know, you need a politics is a 24 to 7 job and to run your own party, to organize a party, to give tickets and to... So many people would come to the captain, those who would be denied tickets and all, 
and they would come to because where they would go. I mean, they would not go. Ahmadi Party would not take them. Uh, uh, BJP has no uh, choice right now. Uh, BJP doesn't give them any hope. So the third alternative is captain. So captain would be there, standing there, and come, mere paas aao, mere paas aao, you know. So those people who would be denied tickets or those people who know that they would never been given ticket by these people. As far as the Chani is concerned, Chani has been, you know, Chani was a municipal um, uh, counselor, right, in uh, yes. suburb. They say he's a self-made man. He's a poor man, a very shrewd person, and he he's doing PhD in my from my university on Congress Party. That would okay. be and he has done law and. You know, he's. Uh, uh, I've talked to him some time. He seems to be quite uh, ambitious and very much aware about the Dalit factor, uh, that the 32 percent of the Punjab population. So almost like every third Punjabi belongs to a scheduled caste in Punjab. So he is known. I mean, this politics of number. So yes. he is aware about that. He is aware of this politics of presence and politics of Chani is a educated man is a sophisticated person he speaks well he is calculating he was always in good touch with uh, rahul gandhi and he is ambitious and he is uh, adventurous also he would be in the council of minister and he would attack uh, amrinder singh right and sometime he would praise him also so you know he has that uh, what should i say maneuvering ability right yes. right yes. now Right now, the problem with Mr. Sidhu is that if the Congress really wins the election, or even if Congress does well in the election, doesn't form the government, then Chani cannot be removed because Congress yes. would not allow it. Because Congress needs the scheduled caste vote. Chani is very calculated. Chani is deliberately keeping the all these cars and all away, and he is projecting himself as a arm army. For the time being, he is a he, he must be hated by all these ambitious leaders. Uh, high command, I don't know what kind of uh, thinking they are doing. But in Punjab, it's an open field now. It's an open field. You cannot say that which party would, because tactically, by default, Congress was in a good position before Amrinder Singh was, you know, this uh, uh, replaced or Amrinder Singh was disturbed. It was yes. going on for the last three months, right? Yes. Now, if you see of today's Punjab, you can say, oh, Aam Army Party would be the beneficiary of all these things happening. Right. But you never yes. know. You need to win the election with a face. You need to win the election with an organization. Thank and you Punjab. so much, Professor Ashutosh. I think we had a wonderful conversation and Thank many you. interesting times ahead for Punjab. You gave us a good perspective because, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we learned a lot and we understood a lot from your conversation. You were listening to South Asia Chat. To learn more about our work, visit us at isas.nus.edu.sg. Also follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn and Instagram handles. Thank you. Thank you.